before I show you the results of my trifling experiments, I would like to drink to our partnership. To a new world of gods and monsters. <laughs> Alright, so first off, I want to apologize because I said that I was going to be posting about this stuff on Wednesday, and I did not post on Wednesday, and so, but, you know, here we are, and, you know, you can listen to it on a Wednesday if you want, um, but yeah, okay, here we go, this is the first week of my Halloween horror movie, uh, marathon thing, and it was a success, I did miss one day, but then I made up for it by watching two on another day, and so we are currently right on track um plus i sort of have three safety movies that i watched before the month even started but i'm not really going to count those though i'm going to talk about them here briefly so i started to record a few different versions of this and mostly it just ended up me like talking about different stuff so i thought i would do something maybe a little bit more interesting here and i'm going to rank this week's films by how um not by just like how much i like them not by just like how much I like them, but by how uh, scary they are, um, which is such a relative term, whatever, right? But I thought that would be an interesting way to talk about what we talked about. If you want to see the order in which I watched them, then you can follow on my letterbox. Um, but and basically what we'll do is we'll just keep doing that throughout the month. And then at the end of the month, we'll see what the, the most scary ranking is. Um, so that being said, I'm going to count three movies I watched before... Uh, the month started and then uh we'll count all the stuff i watched this week so the first so first off here's the here's the movies that we're counting this week the three before the month began are uh barbarian which came out in the theaters um pearl from ty west which was a sequel to x and then ed wood from tim burton and already that i mean ed wood is not really a scary movie so that's, that's not gonna but we'll see who knows and then after that, we get into the beginning of the month. And mostly this month, this week, I watched Universal Horror Movies, which you can find their collection on the Criterion channel, um, which are sort of like those, the early um, films like Frankenstein and Dracula and things like that. But the first one I watched actually was a French horror movie called Eyes Without a Face from the 60s. And then I watched Dracula, <laughs> Dracula from uh, the 30s, and then Frankenstein. The Bride of Frankenstein, and then I watched The Wolfman and The Invisible Man. Cool. All right. So next week, hopefully I'll get this out on Wednesday and it'll be uh, more up to date. But let's proceed right now with just ranking how scary each one of these films are. Um, so the least scary one, but it depends on the definition here, right? Uh, <laughs> uh the least scary one is probably Ed Wood because uh, we we love I I loved this movie but it is not a horror movie necessarily except for the existential horrors of that film right but Ed Wood's mostly it's just an empathetic movie Ed Wood is a film about the it's a biopic of sorts about the filmmaker Ed Wood from the fifties uh, who is infamous for making what a lot of people consider the worst movie ever made, a movie called Plan 9 from Outer Space, which I actually have not seen, um, which I'll probably watch one day. But uh, this movie was just so so beautiful, really. It, it's a black and white, and it's just gorgeous. And it's one of Tim Burton's, I think, finest and most complete works. And it just it has a great performance from Johnny Depp and, and Martin Landau, too 
who I haven't really seen much, but he plays Bella Lugosi, Bella Lugosi, who played Dracula, but he plays the actor in this movie, Ed Wood, because Bella Lugosi was in a lot of Ed Wood's movies. But anyways, it's just a very empathetic film. Uh, it has a lot of empathy for people who um, maybe don't fit in on the, especially in the 1950s mold of what society's supposed to be. Um, and certainly still in today's mold uh, in a lot of places. And so it's just this really, I mean, all of Tim Burton's movies are about outcasts to some extent, but this one I think is one where it really gets all the way there. So big recommendation for Ed Wood. Um, uh, it's not scary, <laughs> but it's still spooky and eerie and has all the good Tim Burton stuff. So I I would definitely recommend it. I think it's a good inclusion in any sort of Halloween whatever you want, but it's not a scary movie. Um, yeah. So anyways, okay. Um, next step. Next most scary movie. Uh, probably the Wolfman, uh, you know, <laughs> I know the Wolfman has some really good scenes. Um, the Wolfman was probably my least favorite of the universals that I watched. I, I just really didn't like the protagonist of the movie. I just was like, ah, cause he's, he's a pretty big creep at the beginning of the movie. Um, this one came out in 1941, so it's actually the, of the, all of the Universal ones I watched, it's the newest one, um, and so it had the most, uh, score, and it had the most of that, and there's a really cool little trippy dream sequence in the middle of it, um, and the, 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 also the way they, the production design of this movie is awesome, the forests are all misty and eerie, and the makeup for the actual wolf is really cool, so it's, it's a, it's a really cool movie, but I don't think it got anything else really going for it necessarily um i i liked it don't get me wrong i just think it missed some points its ending is is pretty good it just it just didn't quite get all the way there that being said uh the guy the lead of the film who's a pretty famous character actor lon cheney jr i didn't like him in the beginning of the movie but his performance once the actual wolf stuff starts happening is pretty good plus bella lugosi was also in this film so that's cool too um the mvp by the way for all of these uh um these uh horror films that i watched recently the mvp or for all of the universal horror movies i watched recently the mvp for this is a guy named dwight fry a red mist spread over the lawn coming on like a flame of fire who uh plays renfeld and dracula and he plays uh his name is Fritz, but he's the helper guy in Frankenstein. And then he plays other random roles in all the other ones. Uh, and he's just this awesome character actor. He has such an emotive face. And he has such a just, like, it's so cool. Like, definitely look this dude up. Because he just, one of the things that a lot of silent movies had that, that you don't see with um, necessarily all the time is you just see, they, they were hiring people that had just emotion in their faces. And, and you can see that with this guy. So... Love that. But anyways, that's The Wolfman. Um, yeah, good movie. Just not quite as as, as, as good as, as maybe these other ones. Okay, so, but we're making scary. So, least scary, probably Ed Wood. We love it. Then The Wolfman. Um, then probably Dracula. Yeah, we'll do Dracula next. Um, the thing is, is, I wrote my letterbox. It's a cool movie. It's so cool. The design of this movie is amazing. This is 1931. This movie came out. And this is like creepy, misty castles everywhere. Um, this one I hadn't quite figured out structure yet. But there's, like I said, the silence without the score. Because it doesn't really have a score. <laughs> it just kind of moves everything really eerily. 
But the big MVP is is Bo Lugosi in this movie, uh, who plays Dracula, and is just. I mean, he he. When you think of Dracula, this is what you're thinking of, like the hello, you know, and all of that, and it's just it's a cool movie. Um, you know, when we're talking scary, any of these Universal ones in the movie aren't that scary, but there are some really cool sequences of him in the coffin and lurking in the shadows, and it's it's just cool. Um, and it adhered pretty well to um the story of Dracula from what I could from what I understand. But anyways, yeah, that's a cool one. It's probably, I like it more than The Wolfman, but it's not quite as good as uh, the uh, James Well films. Um, yeah, so that's that. Next. So, y- you know, the thing is here, so midway through this scary thing, all of the Universal ones are not maybe the scariest, obviously, because they're kind of, they're older. However, I like them a lot. So, even though the next three that I'm talking about, these are probably, these are my favorites of the films I've watched so far. Um, and those are the works that James Whale did. And so I'm not even going to rank those, so I'm cheating at my own game. But that's Frankenstein, The Bride of Frankenstein, and The Invisible Man. I watched those three this this week, all three of them this week. And th- these, are, these movies are amazing. Like, I just want to say, like, they're objectively great. Like, the director is a guy named James Whale. Um, and they made a movie about him where Ian McKellen played him, so I, I want to watch that. Um, but anyways, I haven't watched that yet, so we'll watch that eventually. But this guy, I think, was written off as just a guy that makes monster movies in his day, because, because he is a awesome director. He adds so much depth to the role. When you compare his films, his monster movies, to the monster movies of the other people, the other people are just really just showing you a monster story which is cool but not only does James Wells show you a monster story he also just like gives it this humanity and this depth and this tragedy and this sadness and it's so the dramatic flair is so intense like there are these moments in both of the Frankensteins that are just so poetic and and I think that what's interesting is he definitely deviates from the novel right the novel is very romantic and the story itself is very poetic and, and, and whatnot. And there's a lot of depth in there. And he deviates it, right? Because he made it, like, when you think Frankenstein, you think the Boris Karloff, whose performance is so human, honestly, as the creature. It's so good. But the way James Whale was able to almost sneak in this empathy into these these uh, creature films is just so incredible to watch. And his craftsman is amazing, the way he unfolds these worlds. There's a sequence, the opening sequence of The Invisible Man is so well-structured as he just brings you in because he, he has all of these people on the other sides of the story. And there's so many character actors that are just so over the top, but they're so, and they just build the whole world up so well. And it's just, it's just really cool to watch. Um, so, you know, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Invisible Man, in terms of scary, scary meter, I mean, Invisible Man's probably the scariest, uh, is the darkest of, well, not the darkest, but like, uh, they're all dark in their own way. It's just the creature in Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein is, does, does do things that, you know, does commit some murders, but he's, he's, um, it's he's not at fault, you know. It it it's 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 a very sympathetic character where the invincible man um is a lot more malicious and <laughs> a lot more just like I'm killing people. Wee-hee. But um 
But such an awesome movie. And Claude Rains plays the Invisible Man in that movie, and he's he's just amazing. So, like, all three of these. Um, the best one is probably Bride of Frankenstein, probably, which is interesting because it deviates from Mary Shelley, but it gives you this other thing. And there's just some it's zany, and it's kind of funny, but it's also just tragic and dramatic and human and not human. <laughs> it just And the ending of that film, of, of Bride of Frankenstein, is incredible. Like... So, yeah, all three of those films, these the movies, and especially when you remember that these movies came out in 1931, 1933, and 1935, respectively. And so these are, these are, he's a, he's creating how to tell these stories in cinema and how to tell these stories in Hollywood. So really my favorite part of, of this week so far has been discovering James Whale as a filmmaker and, uh. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not saying a hot take here, but it's a hot take, or maybe not a hot take, but it's it's a new discovery for for me personally. Um, so yeah, so that was awesome. Um, okay, so that leaves us with uh, I think just three, yeah, three. Okay, so and these are the ones that are actually sort of scary. <laughs> um, you know, eyes without a face probably next. Uh, no, no, no. Actually, Pearl's the next one. Pearl is scary. Um, it really scared Martin Scorsese, I guess. There's an article I posted a link to on Letterboxd. Um, it's disturbing. It is. It's a disturbing movie. Like, big content warning on that. And it's definitely more disturbing than Eyes Without a Face. But I think the lyricism of Eyes Without a Face is a bit more unnerving to me than Pearl was. Um Pearl for me was really cool in the first beginning. It just subverts this Hollywood thing and gives it this horror, and it's like really cool to watch at first. But then it it just kind of it is like oh, okay, it just kind of runs out of steam. I think it's never bad, and the the central performance is amazing. So like it's a cool movie, um, but it's it's like one of those movies that's maybe cooler intellectually and to discuss than it maybe is watching. But it's cool. I I, ne- I haven't seen X so. <laughs> Maybe that's my fault. Um, I I don't I, I I didn't really think. I don't know. I just did, I missed X on the radar when it came out, and then this one seemed really cool, so I went and saw it. But um, Eyes Without a Face is I think I'm gonna put higher than that. Um, and Eyes Without a Face is the '60s French movie, and it is um, I mean it's called Eyes Without a Face, <laughs> and it, it's a surprisingly gnarly movie for 1960 France and it has a lot of um um how do you say it well it's about a a doctor trying to help his daughter who was disfigured in an accident by grafting other people's faces onto her and and so it, it has all of that but the thing that's interesting about it is it plays with very little fanfare it opens with a lot of fanfare but then most of the movie just plays very matter-of-factly very processed and so it gives it a super eerie feeling to it and the imagery that they create in that movie is really good like the the central woman daughter character who has her face covered um, with this mask and it's like this skin tight mask that I think was just makeup honestly over the actual actress's face but it makes her look like this doll and it just has this like like a glass china doll thing and it just has this whole just eerie feeling to it and it's just a really yeah it's just a really cool film Um, definitely spookier definitely on the scarier side of things and uh, but it's um 
Yeah, it's cool. Uh, probably the scariest movie of this list um, is uh, the first one that I watched, which is Barbarian. I saw that in theaters. Um, look, Barbarian is pretty gnarly, pretty violent, so be warned. Um, it's also very funny. Um, it's a very funny movie, actually. There's a lot of really good jokes in it. Um, but it, it's definitely, like, in terms of just, like, scary it it was the scariest I think experience I had in, in a really fun way. Like I really enjoyed the experience watching this movie. Um, the twists and the turns were all very unexpected to me. It's it's I think there's some depth. That's not really why you watch it. I'm not gonna talk much about it because it's one of those movies where you just want to see it and experience it without knowing much about it. But I think it definitely deserves the number one spot at the moment. It's scary. Number one spot of like overall quality of like my favorite film I've watched so far, Bride of Frankenstein or Frankenstein. Either way, one of those two. Um, so anyways, though, the rankings just to make this more interesting. Uh, it was really fun to watch through a lot of these universal horror movies. Um, and I apologize again that it's not Wednesday that this is coming out, <laughs> but uh, we're going to keep going. Uh, that was week one for this uh, Halloween marathon has been really fun and we're gonna keep uh, going next week we got some uh, we're ramping it up a little bit more next week so we'll see what happens um, alright that's that Then, children of the night, what music they make.